0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea. I'm here today with my husband, Dustin, and um, our dog, Breck, who's making a lot of noise in the background. (laughs) Um, Dustin, you've been on the podcast before for song of songs was your introduction to god's whole story (laughs) so do you want to i don't think i did this before but do you want to introduce yourself and just tell us how you're connected to worship center what you do
1: (laughs) sure so we've been going to worship center for over five years Um, i serve on the medical team i've served at Converge and kids ministry as well as doing different things with disaster relief and then outside of worship center i work in the medical field and it's an honor to be on the podcast again
0: (laughs) Ryan's in Wares this week, um, and so there's a few episodes this week that I'll be by myself with other guests, and you're one of them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so today we're going through a couple different psalms. Again, these are undated, and King Hezekiah found them in the temple. So that's why they're in, they're in chronological order, since we don't know when these psalms were written. They were put here in this place in the Bible. And some of my favorite psalms are in here. Um, we got Psalm 1, Psalm 91 that we're going through. So what's that got to you?
1: So I think, I mean, obviously Psalm 1 is at the beginning, um, possibly for a reason, but it just talks about the truly blessed individual uh, delights in the law of the Lord. And I think that sets the tone, and we see that through the rest of the book of the Psalms is what fulfills us, what makes us happy, what is blessed, and it's walking and delighting. In the law and the words of the Lord. And we see that in Psalms 2 as well. So we get the word of the Lord. Well, um, in midst of um, depressed or down times for David, he looks back at what the covenant says and what God has told him as the anointed. And he remembers that. And he takes that and he's able to get through those times um, when he feels like everybody's against him. When he feels like God has forsaken him. He remembers that covenant. He remembers that... As the king, and as his line, he is anointed. And God did make this covenant, and eventually the uh, Messiah is going to come from his line.
0: Yeah. I think one of the lines that sticks out to me in Psalm 1 is, um, the in the law of the Lord. And in Psalm 119, it talks about, like, just being in love with the law of the Lord. And what does that mean to you? Because I'm thinking about it, and it's hard for me to, like, um... Think about God's law and love it, (laughs) but David has very strong feelings about God's law. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it kind of comes about with um, whether it's King Josiah and you know finding um, the scrolls and um, everybody reading and just realizing how special and important it is that these are the words of God to us, and so just I think uh, remembering the authorship. I think a lot of times we get our printed Bibles here in America um, with all the different translations and we're reading through and, you know, we prefer different translations and this and that. And I think we kind of get lost in the fact that, you know, these are the words of the creator of the universe. Hmm. These are the words of our Savior, um, you know, Jesus and what he went through. And then these are the words of, you know, some of his closest followers that we can then look forward to the future and what's going to happen. And so I think we kind of get lost and maybe some of that's taken away by us kind of going back and forth on translation and what sounds better or what we like here. But if we just sit back and um, kind of be in awe of the authorship and who actually is speaking these words um, and how they've been used over the course of history as well, and mm-hmm. look at the power and um, how they've changed people's lives, I think that um, kind of helps us and guides us in delighting in the law.
0: Yeah. I think about in Nehemiah when we haven't gotten there yet, but in Nehemiah when. Um, I think it's Ezra that reads the, reads God's word out loud to the people and they just start weeping, um, like this emotion that comes from reading God's word. Um, yeah. And I think the other thing that as I'm thinking about it, David, David has obeyed the law for this is David writing this. David has obeyed the law and I think he sees how God's boundaries have kept him holy and pure and, um, God has blessed him for it. So I think there's also this kind of love for God's law because he realizes how God's law actually blesses him in return when we keep it. Um, the other Psalm that I really love is Psalm 91. Um, I know personally it's been, a, a pretty instrumental song in my parenting. I think there's been several times in our lives as parents that our kids have, been sick or faced some kind of medical issue. And the and we've said before on the podcast that psalms are meant to be prayed. They're meant to be meditated on. And Psalm 91, um, it talks about resting in the shadow of the almighty. It talks about God being our shelter and our refuge. It talks about protecting us from deadly disease, covering us with his feathers, sheltering us with his wings. He's faithful. He will order angels to protect you wherever you go. So I just remember late nights of just praying this over our kids um, being like terrified for their health. But uh, this Psalm in particular just brought me a lot of comfort and it gives you something to say when you don't have any words.
1: <laughs> it kind of reminds me actually um, uh, probably about a month ago we were going through Psalms and Lindsay Lossopal was um, speaking on the Psalms and a couple of points that she made was, um, as we look through these psalms, and as we look through the psalms in the future as well, you know, speaking your fears, not silencing them, that's so that's so beneficial. Um, and as we go through, especially in Psalms ten, you know, um, as he's kind of lamenting, um, or an individual here's lamenting, uh, fears come for a reason. So what is the point of these fears? Um, why are they coming? And um, and then with that, how are we going to still delight in the law of the Lord? How are we going to take the words of the Lord? and help us um, walk walk through these fears. Mm.
0: Yeah, because he says all these things. He names all his fears, murderers, people against him, people coming after him. But he and, and a lot of the Psalms do this. They end, they have these laments, they have these terrifying things, and they end with, but God, you're faithful. He ends with God, and you know the hopes of the helpless. You'll hear their cries, and you'll comfort them. You'll bring justice to the orphan. So he is relying on the fact that he knows God's faithfulness. Um, despite the things that are surrounding him.
1: Right. And that doesn't mean that all his fears and all his um, necessary times of trouble and depression has gone away when he ends the psalm like that, but he ends it with facts and he ends it with that reassurance that God is with him. Right. And so just because we see that the psalm ends like that doesn't mean that, oh, in a matter of you know these verses that he wrote, he's better by the end. No, he's still having that feeling. He's still in that same spot, but he's directing himself back to um, what we can do, too, as we read through, as we have our own prayers, as we write our own own journals. Um, We need need to constantly be redirected back to, okay, how are we going to wrap this up and end? It's not going to end with God is still far away. Why aren't you hearing me, Lord? Mm. Um, Why are you hiding yourself in times of trouble? We need to end with um, God's going to lift up his hand and crush our enemies.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's good. Guys, thanks so much for listening today as we walk through some more Psalms, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Psalm 1, beginning in verse 1. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit in each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do, but not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff, scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly, for the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. Psalm 2. Why are the nations so angry? Why do they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepare for battle. The rulers plot together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Let us break their chains, they cry, and free ourselves from the slavery to God. But the one who rules in heaven laughs. The Lord scoffs at them. Then in anger he rebukes them, terrifying them with his fierce fury. For the Lord declares, I have placed my chosen king on the throne in Jerusalem, on my holy mountain. The king proclaims the Lord's decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have become your father. Only ask, and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. The whole earth is your possession. You will break them with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Now then, you kings, act wisely. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with reverent fear and rejoice with trembling. Submit to God's royal son, or he will become angry, and you will be destroyed in the midst of all your activities. For his anger flares up in an instant. But what joy for all who take refuge in him. Psalm 10. O Lord, why do you stand so far away? Why do you hide when I am in trouble? The wicked arrogantly hunt down the poor. Let them be caught in the evil they plan for others, for they brag about their evil desires. They praise the greedy and curse the Lord. The wicked are too proud to seek God. They seem to think that God is dead, yet they succeed in everything they do. They do not see your punishment awaiting them. They sneer at all their enemies. They think nothing bad will ever happen to us. We'll be free from trouble forever. Their mouths are full of cursing, lies, and threats. Trouble and evil are on the tips of their tongues. They lurk in ambush in the villages, waiting to murder innocent people. They are always searching for helpless victims. Like lions crouched in hiding, they wait to pounce on the helpless. Like hunters, they capture the helpless and drag them away in nets. Their helpless victims are crushed. They fall beneath the strength of the wicked. The wicked think God isn't watching us. He has closed his eyes and won't even see what we do. "'Arise, O Lord, punish the wicked, O God. "'Do not ignore the helpless. "'Why do the wicked get away with despising God? "'They think God will never call us to account, "'but you see the trouble and grief they cause. "'You take note of it and punish them. "'The helpless put their trust in you. "'You defend the orphans. "'Break the arms of these wicked, evil people. "'Go after them until the last one is destroyed. "'The Lord is king forever and ever. "'The godless nations will vanish from the land.' Lord, you know the hopes of the helpless. Surely you will hear their cries and comfort them. You will bring justice to the orphans and the oppressed, so mere people can no longer terrify them. Psalm 33. Let the godly sing for joy to the Lord. It is is fitting for the pure to praise him. Praise the Lord with melodies on the lyre, Make music for Him on the ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song of praise to Him and play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything He does. He loves whatever is just and good. The unfailing love of the Lord fills the earth. The Lord merely spoke, and the heavens were created. He breathed the word, and all the stars were born. He assigned the sea its boundaries and locked the oceans in vast reservoirs. Let the whole earth fear the Lord and let everyone stand in awe of him. For when he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. The Lord frustrates the plans of the nations and thwarts all their schemes. But the Lord's plans stand firm forever. His intentions can never be shaken. What joy for the nation whose God is the Lord, whose people he has chosen as his inheritance. The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne, he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts, so he understands everything they do. The best equipped Army cannot save a king, nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your war horse to give you victory, for all its strength it cannot save you. But the Lord watches over those who fear Him, those who rely on His unfailing love. He rescues them from death and keeps them alive in times of famine. We put our hope in the Lord, He is our help and our shield. In Him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in You alone. Psalm 71. Oh Lord I have come to you for protection don't let me be disgraced save me and rescue me for you do what is right turn your ear to listen to me and set me free be my rock of safety where I can always hide give the order to save me for you are my rock and my fortress my God rescue me from the power of the wicked from the clutches of cruel oppressors Oh Lord you alone are my hope I've trusted you O oh Lord from childhood yes you've been with me from birth For my mother's womb, you have cared for me. No wonder I'm always praising you. My life is an example to many because you have been my strength and my protection. That is why I can never stop praising you. I declare your glory all day long. And now, in my old age, don't set me aside. Don't abandon me when my strength is failing, for my enemies are whispering against me. They are plotting together to kill me. They say God has abandoned him. Let's go and get him, for no one will help him now. O God, please don't stay away. My God, please hurry to help me. Bring disgrace and destruction on my accusers. Humiliate them and shame those who want to harm me. But I will keep on hoping for your help. I will praise you more and more. I will tell everyone about your righteousness. All day long, I will proclaim your saving power, though I am not skilled with words. I will praise your mighty deeds, O sovereign Lord. I will tell everyone that you alone are just. O God, you have taught me from my earliest childhood, and I constantly tell others about the wonderful things you do. Now that I am old and gray, do not abandon me, O God. Let me proclaim your power to this new generation, your mighty miracles to all who come after me. Your righteousness, O God, reaches to the highest heavens. You have done such wonderful things. Who can compare with you, God? You have allowed me to suffer such hardship, but you will restore me to life again and lift me up from the depths of the earth. You will restore me to even greater honor and comfort me once again. Because I will praise you with music on the harp, because you are faithfulness to your promises, O my God. I will sing praises to you with a lyre, O Holy One of Israel. I will shout for joy and sing your praises, for you have ransomed me. I will tell about your righteous deeds all day long, for everyone who tried to hurt me has been shamed and humiliated. Psalm 91 Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him, for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who put trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation.
1: Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM or you could actually email us at podcastworshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want,